This is the MLW Radio Network. It's time to start your day the right way with front row material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeland. Oh my god. I feel like such a mental midget. No, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad because here's the deal. So, to get into... To even get into this website, um, we get a code sent to our our show's email account, right? Well, I uh, I cleared my my cache and all that on my computer, and I guess I cleared out all my previously saved passwords. Oh, so I could not uh, I could not get in to get the code. Well, Mikey then said that his phone kept blowing up because. I kept trying to reset the password, and it kept going bloop, 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 like nine times. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm thinking, nuts. right? And I'm thinking, what in the hell is going on here? I said, why is it sending me the code? He goes, it sent me the code nine times. I said, it's supposed to send it to me. He goes, well, it's not. I could hear him too. Oh my god! Okay, here we go. Here's my headphones. I tell you what, I am a I'm a mess today. I am a mess. It. Uh, Me too. I'm going on like an hour's hour and a half sleep. That's it. Well, let me plug in my headphones. We'll get in. We'll get out. You know what I'm saying? We'll mm-hmm. make it. We'll make it dirty. Oh jeez. <laughs> of course. Make it dirty. All right. Get out. So, Mr. Jerry Lynn, it's good to hear your voice again. Welcome to Front Row Material. It is Friday. How's your week been treating you? It's been good. The weather's been awesome. It's just been beautiful, and uh, work went great. So, I was going to say, I've I've been watching. I've been watching. I've been a loyal watcher, and I've been seeing a lot of Mr. Jerry Lynn on TV. And, man, breaking up fights and Mr. Law and Order and... I'll tell you what, look at you. You're just, you're jonesing for that TV, man. I tell well, you what. I, I try <laughs> to stay behind the camera and they won't let me. Well, uh. it's, it, it's beautiful because whenever a fight breaks out, I literally just close my eyes and I listen for your voice. And oh, all right. of a sudden I hear, get out of here. Get you. <laughs> you get out of here. And I'm like, well, there he is. There I he got. is. I can't get physical anymore. I'll get hurt. And that, like the one with, uh, Cody and Brody. Yes. I, felt, it, I had flashbacks. I felt like I was in the middle of a mosh pit years ago. Oh my God. It was like you got in there and it was, it was almost like you're like dad breaking up the kids. Like, Hey, you, you stop. <laughs> Except the kids are all bigger than me. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. But, um, you and I were talking, and and you actually are feeling pretty good, though. I mean, we've talked obviously about um, your back and your neck and stuff like that. But overall, you said you're feeling actually pretty good. My back's been really good the last few days. Now my neck has been bothering me because I I, went, right. I shouldn't have done. I did some upright rows for uh, for my shoulders, and I shouldn't have done it. I think it just tightens up my traps or something in my neck, and then it. I can feel a little tingling, so I need to stop doing that. 
but uh oh. otherwise my back's been it's the best it's felt in probably six months wow now pam on the other hand her wrist is healing up good good but not her sciatics bothered her the stupid physical therapist gave her some exercise that had absolutely nothing to do with her neck or her wrist and the one morning she couldn't even put any weight on her leg but she's get she's slowly getting better she's been stretching and stuff so but i thought why would you even have her do that exercise it had absolutely nothing to do with what was bothering her yeah it's it's weird my uh i have a friend of mine who was having some medical issues and he wasn't exactly sure what was going on he thought it could be uh, he got COVID tested, and that wasn't the case. And he got tested for all these different things, and it actually ended up coming down to uh, his medication had gotten changed, and the doctor did not tell him, "Hey, these are the some potential side effects of the medicine, oh, the dosage." Yeah. yeah, so he went about two weeks feeling horrible, and oh, finally called the doctor, and the doctor said, "Oh, I, I oh, I thought I mentioned this to you that oh, this geez, can happen." Right. And he goes, no, you didn't say anything at all. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry about that. So literally you go to we- – it, just like the physical therapy thing, man. I tell you what, not everyone's created equal, and you have well, to question, question, question. And even all the new meds they come out with, when you see the commercials for them, there's a list of side effects a mile long. And so it's, yes. it makes you think it's not even worth taking. Have you ever seen the commercial for Ambilify? Maybe. I don't know. I may have to pull I, that up I, because when I see him, I don't even pay attention to him. The, the, the commercial for Impilify, which is, I believe, a depressive medication, which, you know what? I'm a huge proponent of uh, mental health and, and making sure that we have plenty of, of mental health uh, facilities and outlets that can help people because I think that's a big thing. And I think, unfortunately, in society, we overlook that. And I wonder how many people have struggled with mental health and have just either been either embarrassed or felt uncomfortable or just thought to themselves, man, what the hell's going on? But I have dealt with it before, and I can tell you this. There is no harm. There is no shame. There is nothing. Um, you just – you do what you got to do. You get help, and and you know, no reason to be ashamed. But this Ambilify thing um, – I want to pull this up here. Um, it, 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 it was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Like there's this medication that can help you. However, when you – Hear a little bit about the uh, the product itself. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this really quick for you because I think that you'll uh, oh, no. you'll oh, say to no. yourself, you'll say, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." By the end of the commercial, you're gonna probably say, "Wait a minute, what was the real issue with all this?" So let right. me uh, let me cue this up. And, uh, <laughs> oh my god, this 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 got me. Here we go. Hopefully, there's no commercial. Here's me. Here we go. And here's my depression. Before I started taking Abilify, I was taking an antidepressant alone. Most days I could put on a brave face and muddle through, but other days I still struggled with my depression. I was managing, but it always had a way of creeping up on me. I felt stuck. I just couldn't shake my depression. So I talked to my doctor. He said adding Abilify to my antidepressant could help with my depression and that some people had symptom improvement as early as one to two weeks. He also told me about a free trial offer from Abilify. Now, I feel more in control of my depression. Abilify is not for everyone. Call your doctor if your depression worsens or if you have unusual changes in behavior or thoughts of suicide. Antidepressants can increase these in children, teens, and young adults. Elderly dementia patients taking Abilify have an increased risk of death or stroke. 
Call your doctor if you have high fever, stiff muscles, and confusion to address a possible life-threatening condition, or if you have uncontrollable muscle movements, as these could become permanent. High blood sugar has been reported with Abilify and medicines like it. In some cases, extreme high blood sugar can lead to coma or death. Other risks include decreases in white blood cells, which can be serious, dizziness upon standing, seizures, trouble swallowing, and impaired judgment or motor skills. What? If you are still struggling with What? Wait a minute. Hold on. When they said uncontrollable muscle movements, I thought they were going to say uncontrollable bowel movements. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Jerry, I mean. Did you hear all that? All, all of that. Literally, like the, the first time I heard it uh, air on TV, I thought, "There's this is a bit. There's no way there's a product out there." And it it first starts out telling you, "Oh yeah, this you know this can help you out," and you're thinking, "Okay, this is good." And then you know, high blood sugar, heart rate, death, yeah. uh, stroke, yeah. uh, muscle control. Uh, like what? Anything, you know. It's like I, adding a but. This could help you, but right, you know. exactly. But if you feel That's death crazy. coming upon you, it's, you need to probably call your doctor. Yeah. Well, before they figured out what was wrong, because they, I was having that pain down the side of my leg when it was my right. hip, and they thought it was my lower back, and I, they were making me jump through the hoops. So the doctor sent me to a pain specialist, and he put me on Lyrica. Okay. And says, now, if you feel like you start, you're starting to lose your mind, stop taking it. And I'm thinking, <laughs> should, I even be, should I even start taking it? And sure enough, after two days, I'd never felt like this in my life. I thought oh I was God. losing my mind. And oh I had to God. stop. It was cra- I've never felt anything like that in my life. It made me worse. I mean, and it's, a, it's for diabetic nerve pain. So right. I, you know, but uh, it, it was crazy. I mean, I thought I was going to snap. Right. But it's it's weird because, you know, we so many people who are athletes and I'm 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 putting you in the category I am by far not an athlete, never have been. Uh, I know some athletes, but that's about as close as I get. Now, what I will say to that is when people are entrusting themselves to talk to doctors and get their assistance with stuff, you would think they would try to give them the best possible product out there. And well, they don't, I really don't think it matters to them what you do or what you are doing or, you right. know, unless you're actually a doctor that works for a professional team or something. Right. Then they have your best interest in mind. I think, especially these pain clinics, it's just, it's all about making money. Cause I, yeah. I would sit there in the waiting room. And I would watch these people come in. And this is right after they changed the laws to where you had to, you couldn't call in a refill. You had to go get the actual physical piece of paper. Oh, geez. And I, I sat there in the waiting room watching these people come in. And you could tell they were a bunch of jonesing addicts going, Oh, I sure. Really need I mean, they, they sounded, it was like panic in their voice. I really need this today. You know, so it was just a pill mill. You know, it was just, you know, it, it was crazy. Yeah, it's it's we are in a situation where I think people become so dependent on medication and yeah. it 
it's so it's so indoctrinated into our belief system now. Like, oh, you got a headache? Take well, an aspirin. Well, plus people don't realize, like with pain pills, uh, when you, you know, it, it's so easy, especially with a lot of pain pills or muscle relaxers and stuff. It's so easy to build a high tolerance really fast. Right. It doesn't take long. And then before you know it, you're, you know. You're hooked. Uh, yeah. And they don't think about what it does is your body, it fools your body into thinking you're in more pain than you actually are. Right. Mentally, you know, it, it plays, it's not just the physical, but it's the mental with your brain too. But. Well, let me ask you this. Like, when, it, uh, when I had the, uh, I'm sorry, when I had, uh, I forget which surgery, but I think it was my next surgery. They wanted me to take. Oh, gosh, it was at least, I think, four times a day, take a pain pill. And then I think six times a day, take a muscle relaxer. Wow. And there's no way I could have done that. I would have went, got nauseous and probably started throwing up. And that's the last thing you want to do after neck surgery is start throwing up, you know. Right. And uh, so I think after two days, I stopped taking I mean, I wouldn't even take the dose they were saying to take, but I stopped taking it. But then I couldn't sleep at night. And uh, so I called the nurse and she says, are you taking your meds? I said, no. And she says, well, you really need to take your meds. I told her, I said, it makes me nauseous. She says, well, just take them right before bed. And so I would do, I would just take them once a day right before I had to go to bed so I could sleep. But even just that, when I went back to work, Cause I, it, I didn't, I'm trying to think it, it wasn't long before I could go back to work on light duty, but it would be about nine, 10 o'clock in the morning. All of a sudden I would just feel nauseous and get this hot flash and feel shaky and weak. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? And then it finally just dawned on me. I was like going through withdrawals, just taking right. one dose a day. So it doesn't take long. And it, it's scary. Do you find that, and I think we might have talked about this a little bit. Yeah, but do you may have, yeah. Do, do you think that, do you think mm-hmm. that, <laughs> that's the answer to, to most of the stuff we've talked about. Yeah, we have talked about that before. Probably. Um, are wrestlers nowadays, in your opinion, being more careful? Or do I you feel so, like yeah. it's, well, that's good. But then, you know, there are always some that hide it or try to hide it. Because if you've been around it, you can tell. But uh, I, nowadays, it's the, uh, how, should, how do you say, the climate has really changed. Because years ago, it wasn't even about just being in pain. It was a lot of the guys were partying on it. Right. And now, uh, a lot of the guys are just rather... Instead of go out and party, just stay in their hotel room and play video games, which is good because now, you know, you're not going to have as as many dropping dead because I couldn't tell you how many wrestlers I know that were gone in their 20s and 30s, let alone 40s. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because, you know, we hear different stories about, you know, Rick Rude and Kurt Henning. And then we hear stories about, you know, Eddie Guerrero. And there's so many there's well, so many of them. There's a lot even on the indies who never did become big, huge superstars too. Now, ankle injuries, I know, especially when you're a high flyer like yourself, um, 
Are you able to tape your ankles like offensive linemen in football tape their ankles, or do you need more dexterity? So if yeah. like you have an ankle injury, how do you handle that? Well, it depends on how severe it is. But uh, I learned, a friend of mine taught me how to tape my ankles. So, and I learned how to do it. I could do both ankles with one roll of tape. And I know it saved me many times from, you know, possible sprains. So, I I just, I wish I would have learned that earlier in my career. <laughs> you know, because I've broken both and sprained both my ankles. And then finally I wised up and I started taping both of them before every match. And it was worth, you know, $4 for a roll of tape for every match. Oh, no, I agree. It's a small investment. Because if you, you know, get a dinged arm or a shoulder or something, you can still work around it. But you get a bad wheel, you can't work. Right. So let me, I've always been very curious about this because once again, I also know that not every pair of boots is made the same either. So I, because when you look at different people in the ring, the style looks clearly different. Um, do you know of anybody right now, maybe you can pass along some information to somebody who is starting their career or who's looking to get a good pair of boots who out there would you recommend to say, Oh man, they make a quality boot that I think does a good job when it comes to protecting your, your ankles. In the States, I don't know, and I don't even know who in Mexico, but my last two pair of boots I got made, uh, it was in Mexico, but super, it was during ECW, Super Crazy was going back to Mexico for going home for a couple weeks, and I asked him if he'd get me a pair of boots made, and he says, sure, he says, what size you wear, and I said, nine, and he says, well, try my boots on, and I wore the same size as him, so I just asked him i said how much he said 90 bucks i said well get me two pair <laughs> so and those are the two pair i had the rest of my career i just had to get them resold once but and wow. they were great boots that you know that the leather and everything else stayed intact it was just the bottoms started getting wore out so i just got them resold so if you get yourself a good pair of boots said, yeah if you get yourself a good pair of boots they will last then if you take care mm-hmm. of them and and that's that's the thing. I think a lot of people, when it comes to taking care of their body, and, and I think you and Mikey talked about this before, they do think they're invincible up to a certain point. Is when there like young, yeah. is <laughs> everyone it, thinks that? <laughs> is there a is there a magic year in wrestling where you begin to feel like, oh wait a minute, I'm not body. invincible? AJ Styles asked me that. He says, "How old were you when your body started breaking down?" And I, I think I told him probably like 47. Okay. I think around there. And he said, good, I have a few years left. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, plus it depends on, on how many injuries you've had and stuff too. But, you know, there is a certain age where, you know, you, you, you know we always say, oh, I'm going downhill. Well, you actually are. There's a certain age where your body actually just does start to go downhill and you're actually starting to, for lack of a better term, uh, decay. <laughs> I don't know, or disintegrate or what. Well, what I mean. well when you, this segment of the show is brought to you by Ambilify. <laughs> and uh, if you don't want to disintegrate, then uh, by all means, check with, put it. check with your, your physician. Yeah. 
you get to a certain age and your body starts to break down. You know, it just starts going downhill. Well, but there's part of life and biology, you know, I tell you what, we've got a little bit of everything in this episode here. We got, we we have medication, (laughs) biology, philosophy. um, But, but no, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of truth with that too, because, you know, we, we've often talked about when do people know when to, to walk away and whatnot. And I think that's really hard because it it I is. think when you love something so much and that's really all you've done your entire life, you almost look at yourself like, well, it doesn't define me because I'm defined by the person I am and my family and my children and all that. But in some ways, it is a large part of who you are. Well, when it's something when you- you wake up in the morning and look forward to going to work. I mean, that's hard to come by. No, that's true. I would say majority of people wake up and they go, girl, I don't want to go to work today. You know, and that's no way to live. No, definitely not. And you've got to feel like that every morning of your life. So yeah, when you find something where you wake up every morning, you look forward to going to work. That's hard to give up. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. 100%. Um, I was going to ask, and I think I asked you this once before, and I know Mikey and I talked about this, but nowadays in wrestling training schools, they obviously have a portion of the school that works on promos. Now, back in the day, obviously, it seems like when you were coming through, you had mentioned that a lot of the promo stuff, the personality stuff kind of came with once you got in there, it was on-the-job training. Am I correct on that? You kind of learned from each other. When I went through camp, there wasn't, we didn't do any uh, promo training or anything. He just gave us a few, uh, uh, what's the word, like bullet points about promos, like what you should do, like, right. but we never worked on them, but he told you, you know, like the basics of promos, like uh, you always name, you know, the date, where it is, you know, when you're addressing the person you're wrestling. Just so that when people see the promo, they they won't be going, well, where's it at? Well, what, you know, what day is the show? You know, so you always mention, that, you know, stuff like that. And, and, you know, there's other things too. Like he mentioned, you know, always put over your opponent in your promo. Because then if you beat him, you beat somebody. Right. Or lose to him, you lost to somebody. But if right. you just demean them and just cut them down and blah, blah, blah. Well, if you beat them, you beat a nobody. And same thing. If you lose to them, you lost to a nobody. So, so it makes you gave us basic principles of a promo, but we never really took time and practiced them or anything. Do you know some schools now that do dedicate a good portion? Have you ever sat in and, and heard some training facilities that do promos and then you know, based upon what maybe you have heard, I guess it's a two-part question. Do you feel like they're done the correct way? I haven't, like, I'm, Dustin at work, he'll once in a while hold a promo class where whoever wants to attend going to show up and they'll actually take turns doing promos. And Dustin, it'll be right on the fly. Dustin will throw out a topic and you have to right away, just right on the fly, very extemporaneous i've done um seminars for different you know indie companies and stuff who have their training camps and stuff and i I can't remember which one but they actually had a separate room with a camera 
where they would practice promos in this room. I thought, well, that's a great idea. They had a nice little setup there. Not to name drop anybody, but have you ever, and I'm sure you've experienced this, somebody who has all the intangibles, they, they take to their coach as well, they listen to direction well, but man, when that red light goes on, something happens and it's it, it becomes an obstacle to overcome. Have you ever seen anyone, like I said, not to name names, have you seen those who just, that aspect is just such a hard thing to get over? I would. That would probably be just about everyone who just, when they first just get started. And, you know, there might be some that just are naturals at it, but I would say majority of people when they first get started. I will say this when I've heard some of your promos. I, I watched uh, oh, Lord. I watched a clip, and I'm trying to remember what promotion it was. You were outside in a parking lot, and you were pacing back and forth, and – I have never, and, and you'll know what I mean when I say this, I have never heard a promo that was intended to be mean, but yet was not mean whatsoever. It was almost like you you were like, well, let me tell you this, and I'm tired of this. And it was just like, we got the idea that you were very upset, but you never, ever spoke badly about the individual whatsoever. And I hope I can pull this clip up because oh, it was no. one of my favorite <laughs> I didn't come here for this. It's almost kind of like, you know, when uh, I, I always like doing a promo right after a match because you still have your adrenaline and right. you're in the moment. And it, it, to me, it just flows a lot e easier. Okay, cold, hold it. Like in the middle of the day. I think I've, I, I think I've got it here. Okay. All right. So. Oh, oh. Very scared. You know what? You, you know what, Jerry? Should should we go ahead and we should we play it? Oh, I think we should play well. it. May Here we go. Well. This is. Let me let me go ahead. Who can you laugh at, right? No, but I but, but you're a coach, Jerry, and that's the, that's the big thing. You coach people, and oh, I, I think at the end of the day, I think and plus I think a lot of people, but, and I that's how I've learned is by messing up over the years so. oh my god i wouldn't call it messing up i'm just saying you being a a leader here Violent so error. exactly so i'm going to show you this i don't know if you can see my my screen right here so this says from august 13 2005 oh, no. okie florida it's 55 <sighs> seconds long this is you pacing outside uh and i don't know when i caught this after losing a match with antonio banks okay does this even ring a bell or uh, vaguely. Well, we're going to find out why Jerry Lynn is so upset. Hopefully there's no commercial before this. Oh, I'm, I'm scared. Here we go. Interview? You want an interview? What for? You saw what happened out there tonight. It's a big conspiracy. Not by the, just the referee who's helping him kick my butt, but the company. I agreed to come here and wrestle Mikey Bats. And who do they put me with? Some behemoth. Some animal. Frothing at the mouth. He's got rabies. What, Jeez are they crazy? Oh. What, do they think I'm stupid? Tell you what, though. This company's got the nerve to bring me back and do what they say they're going to do and do business. I will make my mark in this company, and I will go to the top, and I will take the belt from whoever's got it, even if it's from that animal. Wow, there's so much to break down here. I don't know oh, if you, if you 
You, you called the guy an animal. You said he was frothing at and the I, mouth. I didn't even mention his name. That was I, 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 you, you were supposed to wrestle a guy by the name of Joey Bats. Not really sure. Uh, I've never heard Bats. of a Joey Bats before, but uh, Bats. you, this company, it's a that conspiracy. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but my point, though, is to the promo. See, I didn't even mention the guy's name. Twice I had an opportunity to say it, and I didn't. That was bad. Frothing at the mouth. I, I will say this. You ver- you went very Stephen King. I mean, it was very descriptive. <laughs> you were like, you know, frothing at the mouth. He's a monster. And oh I mean, God. you, it was the very believable. Was the theme to Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I could have put some music back there. <laughs> and you're pacing back and forth, and there's a guy in the window behind you. And I'm like, oh, oh God. Oh my God! Oh, so, boy. so that was uh, that was one Jerry Lynn promo. Um, He's on beat red right now. Well, I tell you what, it's going to get better. Um, let's see here. Oh my! I gosh. wish you could find one. Oh, I wonder. <sighs> here we go, Jerry Lynn promos. Now, you do. You, I mean, you give some really good ones. You gave the the one about no one ever really uh, retires from wrestling. That one's a a really well known one. Um, you I give did one in TNA with AJ. Uh, let me and see. I told AJ. I said I'm going to say some things. I said don't take it personally. I said it's not about you, but it's just a true story, and it's my true feelings about the biz. You know, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. But and and it was very impassioned and I really got into it and I wanted to make the people believe it so much because it was a true story that I GD'd and I felt so bad. Boy, I got in trouble for it too. But because I don't like to GD. But I so, just was so into the moment and I wanted the people to just to feel this promo so much and I slipped. Well, I mean, once again, things happen in the moment. When you say you got in trouble, like, did you get in trouble by the company for saying it, or yes, because it was on oh, live pay per view. Well, you do the best. So you said it was for TNA. Yeah. yeah okay. It was so in the early years when AJ and I had our feud. Wow, I'm trying to find where this this but, uh, promo may be. Um, we got a Jerry Lynn Crash Holly, if anyone's ever curious about him. No, nah, that one's not. Find yeah. um, one with Kid Cash. I, I, I've done a couple good ones when Kid Cash and I had our feud here in Tennessee. Okay. Those I liked because, well, Cash is such a good heel, and it, we could get so much heat. And it was so fun because the, oh, the people would just get so angry at Cash. And they'd be just showering him with drinks. <laughs> oh, jeez! Awesome. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is uh, this is Jerry Lynn doing a promo uh, with this match oh. coming up, uh, either coming up with Kid Cash or after with Kid Cash, March seventeenth at the Nashville Fairgrounds. So let me uh, let's go to this and oh boy! Once again, everyone, this is this is all about learning. I'm and for punishment. <laughs> Jerry's going to text me after the show, and he's going to say, "That's it, I'm out." I'll probably uh, cut the best promo of my life on you. <laughs> oh, you probably will. 
I don't believe you, you pickle-eating furry man. All right, here we go. Jerry Lynn talking about Kid Cash. This was eight years eight ago. Years ago. So hopefully there's no commercial here. Let's go right into it. Come on. Kid Cash, Dave, you <laughs> uh, never cease to amaze me. You know, we fought all of this country for years. Hell, for over a decade. Overseas, you name it. And the first minute of the crossfire, you pulled a dirty trick out of your sleeve and beat me. You know what? I blame myself. Because I know all the dirty tricks. But you know what? The second time. You go and get yourself some big, badass MMA trainer. Second, even with your MMA training, I beat you. Fair and square, one, two, three. And what's your excuse? I was ready. <laughs> well, you'd think with a personal trainer, you'd be more than ready. And as well as you know me, you shouldn't have taken me for granted. Because I know after that first time, I'll never take you for granted. And you talk about with your training to be an MMA fighter, about breaking fingers and bones. Well, Cash, this is professional wrestling. So as long as you want to wrestle, that's fine. I'll wrestle. I've proven to everyone I can beat you at wrestling. The one thing you don't know about me is I can fight. You want to turn this into a fight? Well, you gotta fight. You talk about breaking fingers. You talk about breaking bones. As far as I'm concerned, if you want to fight, it ain't gonna be no animated fight with rules. Ooh. It's gonna be a street fight. Street fight. I'm gonna pluck your eyeball out of your head. Oh I'll reach down your throat. Wow. Tear out your vocal cords. <laughs> That's what you want. That's what you're gonna get. If you want, go ahead. Go ahead, throw wrestling out the window. You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna back me into a corner like a wild animal. Wild. You know what, you know what wild hap what, what happens when wild animals get cornered, huh, Cash? Do you really wanna know? They attack! Down. You come on, Cash. Whatever you want. You want wrestling? You wanna fight? You got it. Oh wow, there is a lot to break down here in that in that Gary Lynn promo. I don't even know where we start with this because halfway through the promo, this this music from Lonesome Dove starts playing in the background. I don't know if that was scheduled to happen. And Jerry, you are breathing really hard. I mean, you I think it was right after uh, a brawl or a pull apart or something. So well, I was I'm it, out. it was after something, but then all of a sudden, <laughs> good God. Oh, I'm not saying, Hey, listen, listen, uh, it's a family show. I'm not saying anything, but you X division guys, but listen, here's the deal. I was a little he, repetitive. No, no, I, I wouldn't say that, but it was just, you were kind of like the angry dad right there. You were like, you know, and you just kind of went on about this. And then all of a sudden, it, would, it was building to a crescendo. Am I correct? You want to build it up and then to the to the 
point of, hey, you, me, July 31st in the pull your pants down match in the <laughs> Lexington. <laughs> I have no idea. In the Lexington bathroom in front of whoever people we're going to have oh, at it. The loser eats a urinal cake. cake. So <laughs> pull your it, pants down. Match. It's the pull your pants down, eat a urinal cake match. That's that's what we're coming up with. Oh, yeah. all right. I've yeah, it, some it's weird uh, customs matches, but that's a that one I've never heard of. Well, it, the, the name of the pay-per-view is Hell in a Stall. So you've oh, heard God. of Hell in a Cell? <laughs> Hell in a Stall. Yeah. Swirlies. That's right. Yeah. Swirlies, oh, uh, everyone around. So, no, but it was just funny because when I watched that promo, it was like, you know, you're 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 telling this story, which I'm really into it, and then there are three things that stand out to me. The first thing that stands out to me is oh, yeah. you're gonna pluck his eye out, and I I was like, <laughs> wow, I wasn't really quite ready for for plucking of 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 eyes. Okay, cool, Jerry. And then I thought, all right, well, you know, maybe that'll be it. No, Jerry ups the ante. I'm going to, quote, reach into your throat and rip out your vocal cords. And now I'm going, okay, something's going on here. And then at the end of the promo, what happens when you corner a wild animal? He attacks. I, I just loved it. I absolutely loved it, Jerry. I'm not trying to make humor of this. I was highly entertained. Well, one thing that's always amazed me when I've seen fights or, you know, even, yeah, and I've been in some fights, but I mean, uh, usually with friends of mine growing up, but, but, uh, but, you know, when you see fights or even see fights on YouTube and stuff or on online on social media and stuff, when someone posts fights, it's like two guys standing there, you know, going, doing fisticuffs, like there's actual rules. And I'm thinking, if someone wants to fight me, there aren't going to be rules. I'm not going to stand there and try and box you. Right. Because when you see a fight, what you actually see happening is someone trying to inflict as much physical damage as possible to your skull, which to me is attempted murder. So there are no rules in a fight. So I will do that stuff if you're going to actually try and inflict as much physical damage as possible to my head or to any part of my body. So that's I think we just, I was trying to make was, you know, if you, you know, if you don't want to wrestle, you want to go out there and fight. All right. But there are no rules. <laughs> you know, I will do what it takes. So yeah, I tell you what, there was no messing around with you at that point, Jerry. I, you, you want to train with an MMA fighter. You talk about breaking fingers I'm going to rip out your eyes and your vocal cord. <laughs> like, oh my God. You were serious. I take, I feel like a Jerry Lynn, if he really got upset, um, I think you could, I, I sounds like you could handle yourself quite well. Well, quite well. God willing, that'll never have to happen, but I look at it as you're fighting for your life. You are. You're absolutely there's, right. There's no rules when someone wants to actually fight you for real. There's no right. rules. You're, I will be fighting for my life. There are so. no rules at the fairgrounds against Kid Cash. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, by the way, well, who, I hope it, you know, I hope it sold the match because that's the object of a promo is to sell the match and get the people to want to see that match. So, do you do you know anybody who's ever cut a promo on you that you thought you were really impressed by? Oh, Cash. 
He was good. Okay, so he cut um, a promo on you? Yeah, I was just retorting to what his promo was. Okay. Well, let but, me uh, see. I mean, we've we've done so many promos back and forth because we've had different, you know, fights everywhere. Right. I'm trying to think <laughs> who else. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. The the special thing about the the feuds with Cash was he's such a good heel. Yes, he is. And he would get real heat. And so it made it so much easier and it made it um it was easier and more fun, even just with the promos, because you're actually making the people believe that these two guys really hate each other's guts, you know? And that's what makes it so much fun is when you can get that much heat built up in a feud and where the, you actually get the fans to care. You know what I mean? Do you, do you feel like people now, do you feel like people now are more interested in just being entertained or do you think people still are getting emotionally invested? Well, the thing is, it's up to us to get them emotionally invested. And a lot of people, I don't, there's a lot of people that don't know how to do that anymore. You have to actually get them to care about your well-being. And there's so many people who don't understand that. They think, I've heard people say, oh, you got to look strong, got to be strong. And well, that's all fine and dandy because, you know, you are a professional athlete and a professional wrestler and whatever but you also have to show that you are vulnerable and can be hurt to get the people to care about your well-being and to, and to get emotionally invested in you you know <clears throat> and i don't think there's a lot of people that understand that no i agree i agree completely so if you're wondering what provoked jerry lynn to talk about uh, gouging eyes and ripping out vocal cords Here's the original clip of Kid Cash challenging Jerry Lynn. And uh, let's find out what Cash uh, had to say, how this all came about. Okay, okay scratch that. That's using the uh, house audio, and that sounds like shit. Yeah, it's not good. Um, let's it go. Was it that same night? I think it might have been. Okay. Because he was in the ring. Let, let, let's go to a clip where he's actually with uh, his trainer. Um, okay. Trainer Warhammer. Well, that sounds impressive. Um, I'm not really quite sure which one we should go with, but we'll go with this one and let's see what happens. Mm, nice pan right there. Nice. <laughs> like it. Quality, quality camera work here. Okay. Indie-rific. That's called Indie-rific. <laughs> okay. Here he is with Warhammer. What do you think about Jerry Lynn opening up a challenge to you one more time, January 14th? Yeah, take the mouthpiece out. You really? Can you see what I'm doing? I have a big fight to get ready for, and you're coming in here bothering me with this? You know what, Jerry Lynn? You're so far out of my mind because I've beaten you so many times that you're the last thing that I would even imagine thinking of. So I'll tell you what, I got a much more bigger match than you will ever give me to get ready for. So I'm going to tell you what, you're so beneath me 
Warhammer here. I'm trying to tell you what's about. Is it just me? Or is this Jay and Lynn got a big waste of your time, kid? Oh, my God. Oh, that's... I'd rather yeah. your cash. Yeah, yeah, please tell me, Rogaine man. That, I don't think that was the same night. If you do, you're going to get hurt real bad. I'm talking bad, Jerry Lynn. He, he, he's talking bad, Jerry Lynn. He, he's, he's not just saying you're going to get hurt. It's going to be bad. This, Jerry, hold on. He called, you, he called you geriatric Jerry, and I swear I'm going to rewind this for a second because we need to hear him say that one more time just because it's fun. Oh, really? Oh, fine. <laughs> you better bring two things. What should he bring? You better bring some up-to-date insurance. Insurance. Really low deductible. Really deductible. That's real comprehensive. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. I'm not trying to 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 diss Rogaine man here, but you better bring some up-to-date insurance and in, and in dental insurance. What? I guess they're insinuating they're going to hospitalize me, and I'll need is, new teeth. Is is this guy a wrestler as well, or is this the Brazilian no. Jiu-Jitsu no, he guy? Was, he was actually his MMA trainer. Okay. Look, and I'm not trying to be disparaging on this guy whatsoever. No, I know. It's just, come on. Like, well, but don't... he's not, he's, I, that was probably, he's probably never cut a promo like for pro wrestling before, so. Right. It's, it's uh, let's just hear what he has to finish say. First, the kid is going to take his fist and he's going to feed you about 10 of your teeth. Then he's going to turn you around and he's going to shove his foot. Oh, uh, hold on. We don't need to hear this. Oh, oh, hey. Oh. Yeah, pause that. He's going to turn you around and shove All his right. foot. Oh, nope. We're done Just with because that. Because he called me geriatric doesn't mean I need my prostate checked. <laughs> with his foot. With his foot. <laughs> Jerry Lynn, I'm going to wiggle my big toe. <laughs> Oh my god. I just I can't. I can't. Wiggle my big toe. And you're gonna know exactly why. Oh, <laughs> March 17th at the fairgrounds in the pull your pants down match. Oh my I god. Will check your prostate <laughs> with my big toe. And I'm not clipping my nails ahead of time. Oh, stop. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Oh. The world of promos. You just had to go into more detail, didn't you? Had to, oh. had to go there. Had to Thanks go there. A lot. Oh. You're very welcome. That sounds painful. Well, it uh well, just watching oh. uh, that trainer try to talk to the screen. Um, you know we're going to feed you. We're going And did you hear the guy on the camera? He goes It's so it's it's kind of funny cuz I've done documentaries and I've made independent films. I've done things so I can speak upon this topic. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's as if like he's like walking up and then all of a sudden, hey, hi key cash. What do you think about Jerry Lynn? Jerry, what do you think about that match? It's like, what the hell? And then I wish but, Dave would have done the whole promo. He's so good at him, and then he just walks off. I'm like, really? Oh. I was thinking, what is he doing? Jerry Lynn, I got a bigger match than you. Well, who is he gonna fight? But didn't you always say you don't talk down about your opponent? So you know, these two well, guys. I mean, if you want, you know, I guess a heel, that'd be more in character for a heel. Right. And then uh, as a baby face, you would just say, you know, mention facts about what the heel has done, you know, with the so, or cheating or whatever. But so you, you still, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
So you you said what you said outside in the parking lot in response to this training one, right? I don't think it was in response to this one because Cash had mentioned something about breaking fingers and stuff, you know. Well, let's let's see if it was let's see if it was the first one because it might have been the first one here. Hold on. And I promise this will be the end of uh for our material presents promo night. Thank you. Let's see. You're Take very welcome. Home. Uh, <laughs> I'm just highly entertained by this one guy. This this oh. guy just killed this 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 uh, this MMA trainer. And once again, I'm no MMA guy. Well, but you know that who knows? Maybe that was his first promo he's ever cut. And which if it was, it wasn't bad then. <clears throat> All right, let's see here. That's the same Hopefully. one. Are we sure it's the same one? Is it the pan? No, we got no, the oh, I. Yeah, we got the pan again. Hold on. Let's see. Sure? It, let's see if this is the same. Cash. What do you think about Jerry Lynn opening up? Oh yeah. What do you think about Jerry Lynn? Hey, Cash. Let's see. Um, I did one at the fairgrounds. I can't remember who it was about. But I had the belt. I was, I, I don't know if I won the belt or if I was. Sorry, continue. But I thought when I was doing the promo, I thought I didn't tell anyone what I was going to do. And I thought, I'm just going to get silly with it. Right. So I started using old catchphrases like, it's going to be fire in the mountain. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. I mentioned something about being a house of fire. <laughs> At the end of it, I was holding, I was caressing the belt, and I went, "My precious!" Oh my god! And at the end of it, everyone's eyes were just bugged out, looking at me like, "What happened to Uncle Jerry?" Right. <laughs> uh oh. I think he took too many muscle relaxers and pain pills at the same time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Remember, before bed, Jerry. Before oh. bed. Yeah. All right, this is this is a different one because we got the MMA guy wearing his uh, GI Joe shirt. So let's take a look here. Huh? Oh. Ooh, are you seeing this? Yeah. Okay, good. So we got the cage, got the music playing, wonderful pan shot. Is this, yep. the, this is the same one, isn't it? Yeah. Why is there all these pictures of dogs? Why are they always got the same one here? It is. It's the same one. Or wait, maybe not. No, this one's... I know you're training. We just want to know how did it feel to lose to Jerry Lynn January 14th. Oh God! What? All right. Hold on, hold on. The first time he threatened you, making sure you had good dental coverage, a low deductible, and good health insurance. Now he's threatening the fact that you might not even leave alive. Now, see, see what I met said. It's a he, fight. There's no it, it, rules. It, it, I let 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 fight hold for on. My life. Fight for my life. Let's let's just hear what what GI Joe has to finish saying. Hold on. All right. And it was an exhibition match. So you're lucky to get out of there with all 
ten of your fingers and toes, alright? Oh. But this time, Aunt Jerry, things are picking up, okay? Because, uh, we heard that there might be some titles coming up and about in the organization, and we're all about the gold. Ain't that right, kid? So get this. Everybody's been running their mouth. Everybody's been concerned. All we're concerned about is training, get ready for fight time, and get ready to crush your stupid-looking little face, Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Jeez. Real deal champions, baby. Real deal. Real deal. Real yeah, I think we do. Don't scream at us. Bad beaten. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> we got shit to do. See your. Did he? My stupid little face. <laughs> Your stupid little face. Was stupid or stupid or little or stupid looking face? Well, let's let's see if we can go back here real quick. No, we don't need to go back. I, well, all I'm going to tell you is right now that this was very interesting. This this uh, this whole concept of the promo aspect. I don't understand why they didn't let Cash do the talking there. I don't get it. I don't know. They let his uh, they let his good buddy, yeah, mm. yeah, who was his MMA trainer. Mm. Yeah, you better watch your stupid little face. You better have a low deductible. <laughs> like, okay, cool. I've never oh. literally heard anyone try to say something like that. But you know what? In pro wrestling, anything goes, man. It seems that way. Anything goes. As All right. Tom Bruno used to say, Mama says it bees that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love you some downtown Bruno. Yep. All right, really quick here. Uh, I want to throw a few questions out here uh, for right. you. It says, this is from Pirate Scum Gambling. Um, I'm not really oh. quite sure if that's a website or that's a person. or Pirate Scum Gambling? Pirate Scum Gambling. It says, FRM Pod, Mikey, Jerry, Freeland, love the show. You guys, since the colder weather is upon us, which of you prefer, what do you prefer in the morning? Oatmeal? Grits? Or cream of wheat? The inquiring mind wants to know. Cream of wheat. God love you, Jerry Lynn. Lo I could I could kiss you on your lips right now. All I'm right, cream hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-way you pull your pants down match. I just no. entered it. Well, I ain't eating no urinal. <laughs> 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 so there's so there's question number one. Uh, Jerry Lynn is a. Uh, is a cream of wheat guy, so am I. I don't know what where Mikey stands on this. Uh, Kevin, for who farted 12? Uh, no one mentioned Malto meal. That's good, too. What? Mo moving on, Kevin, oh, who farted uh, 12? Malto meal? You've never had it, Malto meal? No, I, I haven't had it before, but I uh -huh. is it a bag cereal? What it's is like it? cream of wheat, but a different oh. flavor. I was not aware. Where, where can I purchase yeah. a Malto meal at? Any grocery store? Don't imagine. get no. Don't give me those judgy eyes. Like somehow I haven't heard of this food product. Like what's this? Malto meal. Your stupid big face. Yeah, your stupid ugly face. <laughs> Hope you have insurance, Freeland, when your fat ass falls on the floor. Uh huh. You and your big piggy snout nose. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see here. Uh, Kevin, once again, with who farted twelve? 
Uh, did Jerry who Mikey have any? What? Who farted twelve? That's his. That's his uh, Twitter oh. handle. Does Jerry or Mikey uh, have any stories working with either Shane Douglas, Bam Bam Bigelow, or Chris Candido? Any uh, memory of any of them? Anything in particular that stands out? Bam Bam. I wrestled him in ECW one time on a house show, and it was he was he ribbed me the whole first part of the match. He would get me in a body scissors and start to squeeze to where I couldn't even breathe. And he would just sit there and you could see, I could, I don't know if the crowd could tell, but he was sitting there giggling while he's just like, oh my God. cut off my whole air supply. I couldn't breathe at all. And I finally, I had to start pounding on his leg. Oh my God. Get him to, oh. The bammer. Yeah. He was funny. Good guy. Very good guy. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Well, Mark Dryden would like to know what is your opinion of Asuka? The woman. I okay. I haven't really seen her work. Okay. A lot of people are Asuka are fans. Mikey had said he tagged with her, uh, her and Tajiri. I want to say in Japan. Okay. So yeah. He, no, I haven't, I haven't really seen her work. I don't think I've seen one match of hers. So. Okay. I can't really give you an opinion. A fair evaluation. Yeah. Right. Um, so we'll, we'll circle back to that later in, yeah. a, in a future episode. Uh, Jersey Devil underscore 82 wants to ask uh, Jerry the question. Better cheesesteak in Philly, Pat's, Gino's, Tony Luke's, or other? That's hard to say. I don't know. Because I mostly went to Tony Luke's. Cause it was right next, you know, not far from the building, but, uh, and then recently I saw someone post a whole list of like at least 50, seemed like 15 different cheesesteak places in Philadelphia to go check out. So, Oh, wow. I don't know. I, I couldn't say I'd, I'd like to go. I got to find that list and go maybe next time I'm Philly, go try a couple more at different places. I have never had a legitimate Philly cheesesteak. I mean, I've had Penn Station, but that, that I heard that's that's malarkey. That's not a word. It's really made with what? It's, cheese Whiz? Yeah. Okay. Cheese Whiz and uh, what? Roast beef? But, you know, or? You get a, they have different cheeses if you want different cheeses. And then you can get a, a chicken cheesesteak instead of the beef, you know? Nice. So you can, you can get whatever you want. Uh, let's see here. Jerry Lynn, what was the, f- your favorite match you ever watched as a fan, uh, or as a spectator in person? Ooh, wow. And this is from God. Once again, people, I'm, I oh, apologize okay. if I mispronounced Paul I P-, P Loria. Oh, is this the Paul Loria guy that we keep hearing about P Loria? It would be probably one of my favorites. <sighs> trying to think oh there's been so many i i can there's a few that stand out i forget who the japanese guy was but in ring of honor it was aj styles against a japanese guy and i cannot remember who it was for the life of me but what a man was it michael nakazawa by any chance no i don't okay well then i'm all out of uh but and then uh uh, Undertaker and HBK, the first WrestleMania one. Nice. So, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I loved uh, 
<clears throat> Beulah McGillicuddy versus Fonzie at the ECW arena when Fonzie bled buckets. Yeah, I heard he bled like a stuck pig. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a great match. Because uh, it wasn't just a match. It was a moment. It was, it was right. really cool. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, though. I mean, it seems like it seems like you have a lot of memories from ECW that might even be more memories than memorable matches. Just the, the memories and experiences you shared with the people as oh, a yeah. group. You know what I mean? Right. Nice. Because the fans are what made ECW. So it wasn't just matches. It was like moments, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, one hour and we're up to eight seconds. Like, I tell you what, why, why is it when you and I work together? God, we just, we're on it. We get in, we get out. You know what I mean? That's because when Mikey and I get together, we turn into a couple of giggling schoolgirls. This, <laughs> so this is true. <laughs> this is true. Guys, if you guys are enjoying what we're doing, please, and I and I mean this with all sincerity, go over to iTunes. Uh, give us a five-star review. Leave us some comments. You got a favorite episode, maybe a discussion, conversation. Uh, let us know what your favorite aspect of the show is, and we will go ahead and we will make sure we read those comments on the air as well. Pro Wrestling Tees, don't tell Mikey, just recently had a sale, but that now is over. But you know what? There's going to be more. Thanksgiving and the holiday season are coming up. Also, uh, head to our Spreadshirt where you can get all kinds of front row material merchandise, koozies, hats, jackets, sweaters, uh, T-shirts, anything that you want, even these little things you can put on your dog, like uh, what do they call them, bandanas and stuff like that, even little booty shoes. We have them all there as well. Plus, Mikey just recently opened up an Etsy store, and you can go ahead and get some stuff over there as well. I am down to 309. I was at 319 slash 320 when this whole thing started. So my next weigh-in, I weigh myself every month on the 8th. Why the 8th? I don't know, the 8th. So I'm shooting for 305 as the next magic number. So check in with me, and hopefully we will hit that number. Jerry, I love your... Uh... Mr. Freeman, I <laughs> to lose another 25 pounds by your next weigh-in. <laughs> oh i doctor now i will do my very best to uh to drop at least one quarter bag of wheat or the equivalent of jerry lynn always has things weighing in, in different weird amounts like he's amish so it's either mulch or quickrete <laughs> or dog food you know what i mean it's got its own system bag of dog food yeah. bag of, you're doing well you lost a bag of dog food i love it well when you think about it Think about it. It is. You're right. A 40 pound bag of dog food is. So when someone loses 40 pounds, I'm like, holy moly. That's great. You lost a whole bag of Purina. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I, by the way, I just want to make this comment. I love your backdrop. Is this your backdrop from when, when we go live? You got, no, you got I don't know. And you got your. Says, she was saying, so you're going to go live soon? I said, yeah, I got to figure out some sort of a setup. I need a backdrop. And she says, well, just take down my tapestry. So she wants, I guess, just a boring blue wall. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> a boring blue wall? Is that the way it's got to be? I guess. Annabelle, I, I, I was going to send you an awesome Christmas gift this year, Annabelle, but you don't like blue walls. So, no, I got to come up with something, too. I can't. Do something. This this dead ant's chair is not going to fly. So. No. 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 
Not going to fly. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your Friday. Hope you have a great weekend. And we will catch you next Wednesday on the false finish. And obviously, once again, next Friday on Front Row Material. We'll catch you next time. Sayonara. The Rule of M.